Hi, welcome to Possibilities Cafe podcast. I'm Karen Bonner, your host. And today's guest is Janine Finney. She's a best-selling author of the Flip Flop CEO and Does the Shoe Fit? Love that name. She's a podcast host and she's a career redesigner for Pivot, seeking smart, savvy professionals. And I want Janine to kind of explain a little bit more what she does because I find what she does so fascinating. So Janine, first of all, where are you right now? I am in Scottsdale, Arizona, and um, I am uh, I am probably the only person on the planet that uh, never wanted to be an author, but became an author of not one but two books. Um, and that bestsellers is, too. Well, I'm so grateful, so grateful. Um, but it's basically just because I had a story to tell and, and we were in a mastermind group and everybody said, you need to write a book. And so we eventually decided to write a book. So my passion has become um, helping people really gain clarity about the topic of network marketing. Um, because I was, I always say that I went from being the biggest skeptic on the planet to now being one of its greatest advocates. And so um, I'm just really passionate about helping people have a realistic um, perception about this, this topic. There's not many topics that are as controversial as network marketing, besides re religion and, and politics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's very true. And as we've talked before, I've had my uh, multi-level marketing adventures. And I'm one of those people that have a positive attitude towards it. It wasn't something that was for me, but so I came out positive. But what was the reason behind writing the book? Because I you wrote it with your daughter, correct? Yes. yes. So my daughter, um, after graduating from uh, U of A, got a job right away, a great job. And she was absolutely miserable. She would cry every Sunday night. She could not stand the thought of having to go to work. She could not believe that people get up to alarm clocks every day and that they get dressed and, and go to this job that somebody tells them that they, you know, what time they have to be there. And I was, I was stumped. She had just gotten out of college. But what I learned is that when she was in college, she would find all the fun things she wanted to do. And she would put those in her calendar first and plan her classes around the fun things. So this girl really knows how to do life. And so she got out of college and thought that life was going to be the same way that she could plan her fun first. And she um, found out that it wasn't that way. So she was miserable. She uh, quit that job, went to a better job and then a better job. She kept getting great jobs and she still was miserable. So she went to a meeting and found out about network marketing and was certain that this was something I had never heard about because I would have told her about this amazing thing. And she was so excited about it because she thought she could make what she was worth instead of what somebody else was going to pay her. And she could work her own hours and, and, and take off whenever she wanted to. And so she came home and told me about it. And I wanted nothing to do with it. I told her to run in the opposite direction. It's not what you think it is. And I was Oh, I was so awful to her. And um, I was trying to protect her. I really, you know, my intentions were good, but I was her first dream stealer. And uh, so we battled for a year. She try was trying to convince me that that this was brilliant. She couldn't understand why I didn't see what she saw. And I was trying to tell her that she was being very naive. 
So we battled and um, finally, I actually read a book that changed my perception. And in an instant, I, I saw that the experience I had had 30 plus years ago, that was a very traumatic bait and switch, you know, where I was invited over for dinner and it was a business opportunity presentation. I was judging all of network marketing on that situation. And so I um, quickly changed my mind after a year, jumped in, we did it together and really were very successful. Um, within the first year, we had both replaced our corporate income, we'd earned the car, all the things, you know, I thought only a couple of people do those kinds of things. Because if you listen to the media, it, it sounds like, you know, everybody loses money. So, um, so we, we were in this mastermind and everybody thought we should write a book because there's a lot of people out there that are in the same situation I was and are missing out on something that really may be exactly what they're looking for, but because of their perception of it, they're not seeing it. So uh, that's, that's how um, the flip-flop CEO was written. Um, and then after people read the flip-flop CEO, they said, oh, okay, network marketing is a lot different than I thought, but how would I know if I would be good at this? What, how would I know if I, what company to choose? And, you know, I've always been an attorney or a nurse or a teacher. How would I know if I would be good at this? And so we wrote the second book because there was a need for that. And it really bridges the gap between traditional jobs and network marketing to help somebody evaluate it just like they would if they were going to get a different, change careers or buy a franchise or, you know, do something else. They, most people don't know how to look at it um, objectively. So that's what the second book does. So what do you think the biggest misconception is about multi-level marketing or I, network? Is it network marketing or multi-level marketing? It's all of the above. It, it's what, okay. you know, it used to be called multi-level marketing MLM. And then people decided to call it network marketing because that was a little bit more pleasant. Now people are saying, and it is okay. network marketing. It, yeah, it is yeah, more network. Yeah. So what do you think the biggest, um, misconception is? I think that, I, I think people don't, don't um, have an accurate perception of the income potential and what it lo looks like to do the business when you treat it seriously. Most people kind of get drug in the back door by a friend that says, come on, let's go do this thing. And they really don't have any guidance. It's the blind leading the blind. They kind of treat it like a hobby. They, no, they don't really respect what they have. And so I think there's this perception that you can, you know, that only a few people are successful, that it's this magical thing that happens to some people, but not others. Um, people don't really treat it like the legitimate uh, opportunity to uh, earn an income that it is. It's really like a virtual online franchise, but people don't see it that way. So it's, it's the... I think it's just, that's kind of all bundled into one and, mm -hmm. and it's just an inaccurate perception of what it really, the potential that it really holds. Yeah, because I can, I can agree because, you know, I didn't work with marketing myself. I was not successful in it. I don't blame anybody but myself because it was really, you had to do like Saturday network, you had to do Saturday opportunity parties and you had to do, a, it seemed like you were constantly trying to backfill people without taking time to educate and train. And I'm guessing those days are gone now with the opportunity parties. 
You know, the truth is that all network marketing companies are not created equally. All network marketers are not created equally. And there's a lot of people out there that don't know what they're doing and they're not guided and there's not any direction. And so there are so many different ways that people do the business. And unfortunately, a lot of people are pretty obnoxious. They're, you know, constantly posting on social media or you get those messages from somebody that you haven't seen in 25 years saying, hey, just wanted to check in with you. How are you doing? And then the next message is, do you want to join my business? And it's, it really, all of those, for all of those reasons, it's given this profession just kind of a bad reputation. And um, so to answer your question, I think there are probably still people doing that. There's people doing a lot of things, but the companies don't, a lot of times the companies don't tell you how to do the business. The companies are the manufacturer and the producer of the products. And, uh, you know, we are the brand ambassadors. And so we can do that in the way, according to policies and procedures, we can't break the rules, but there's a lot of different ways to do it. And you bring yourself into it. So if you're a professional coming into it, you're going to handle it professionally with some guidance. And if you've never done anything like this before, and you kind of are a, you know, the 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 relative at the Thanksgiving table that drives every everybody crazy before he or she got into network marketing, that person's still going to be the same person in network marketing. So if I, if I was looking to get into network marketing, and I I have a Facebook group, women over fifty, what's next? You know, trying to figure out what's next in your life, and and I was looking at, to explore network marketing. What would you say would be the, the first one or two steps that I would take to even begin to look into? Because I, I think I'm like most people. I know about Mary Kay. I know about Airbon. I know about beach bodies. And that's it. So, I mean, how do you know which one to look at? How do you find that? What are the things? I love that question. I'm so glad you're asking that question because nobody ever asked that and they just kind of stumble (laughs) into it. You know, I would say read our books. I mean, our books are objective, unbiased. Um, We we are not attaching or endorsing any particular network marketing company. We're just helping people know how to evaluate. It really depends on what you know, what you're looking for. Um, There's some people that are, I I love this business. I have to go back for a second and say, oh my gosh, for women over 50, I think this is the greatest thing ever. And I just wish that I could get people to just not say no before they know, Mm K-N-O-W, what they're saying no to. And a really good way to do that is to read the flip-flop CEO and does the shoe fit because you're going to, people come out of the other side of having read those books with a completely different perception. And I've seen people that were skeptical going in, come out thinking, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. So why do so many people make it look so unattractive? So really you need to um, think about what do you, you know, you have a circle of influence and if you're going to be a brand ambassador, you really want to represent something that is appropriate for your circle of influence. Um, And, you know, you want to be able to authentically represent the products and the company that you're representing. There's so many companies out there. It's not as if anybody has to be 
in a fit that isn't a good fit. So you want to really be with uh, representing a company or products that you would represent if you weren't being paid because you really just love them that much. But there's there are definitely things to consider. Consumable daily use products is really good if you're looking for ongoing income. And for people over 50, this is like a sweat equity retirement plan. For people that have not put away enough money to retire comfortably, this is truly a way to generate that, that ongoing income. And that's why I'm so passionate about educating people over over 50, over 60, they, they, their skills and their people skills, their time management skills are fit into this so beautifully. And, and do, has, um, have you seen COVID, you know, right now everything revolves around, around COVID. Have you seen COVID impact network marketing negatively or positively? Because I, I asked this question because I would say it impacted it positively because now everybody's on Zoom. Right. Everybody's good with going on Zoom now. Absolutely. So positively, because I think this has been a big wake up call for everyone that we should not have all of our eggs in one basket and that, you know, what we thought was secure jobs and, you know, the things that we thought were secure are not. And so people are looking the best way to um, create a plan B is before you need it. And this mm -hmm. is a business that you can do alongside of whatever you're doing. Um, the, the other thing is that it, it, there's so much freedom and flexibility. So you fit it into the, the areas of your life where you can, and you fit it around everything else that you're doing. So I think a lot of people that were needing to pivot during COVID have, um, you know, they've had friends around them that are doing network marketing and said, hey, you know, it's a good time to look at this business. And the thing I worry about is that, again, I think a lot of people get into it just because the friend says, come on, let's get into this without any guidance or direction. And then it's then, you know, they don't have any success. And then it's one more person out there thinking network marketing doesn't work for me. And it isn't that network marketing doesn't work. It isn't probably that network marketing doesn't work for you. It's probably that you didn't have a mentor. You didn't. And, and sometimes people are with the wrong company. They're with somebody, a company that wasn't a good fit for them. I've heard that kind of story a lot too. So um, it makes me a little sad that there's such a boon in network marketing because I worry that people are getting into it without, again, respecting um, mm -hmm. the opportunity that they're holding. So how, how, if somebody's interested in getting into it and they don't know about your book, and we'll have it in the show notes, y'all, I'm assuming it's available on Amazon and yes. plus you have a podcast, yes. um, but if, if they don't know that your book's available, how do they know how to even begin the search for network marketing? Do you just Google network marketing? No, oh my gosh, and Googling network marketing, I'm glad you brought that up. You're, you're bringing up such good things to talk about. You know, it's scary when you look up, when you Google network marketing, oh my gosh, there's so many people out there that I don't know, I don't know who spends their life being so negative about something, you know, it put all, Amen. This, all this information out there. And, and that is why we started the podcast. The podcast is called MLM You Decide. Because what happens is people do Google it and they get half the information. 
there's so many half truths out there about this business. Yeah, you know, yes, a lot of people fail, but it's kind of like people that sign up for a gym membership. You know, look at how many people sign up in January and never go. Is it the gym's fault or is it, you know, is there more involved? So the challenge with this topic is that it's very convoluted. There's just so much, so many myths and so many half truths. And so it it becomes really difficult for somebody to really just decide that they're going to get into network marketing and then start analyzing how they're going to move forward. Um, And honestly, not a lot of people do that because what happens instead is they run into a friend that grabs them and brings them into their company. And then, you know, again, it's that whole cycle of maybe the friend doesn't know what they're doing. Maybe it isn't the right company for that person. So um, I really am an advocate of, of finding a resource that is objective and unbiased and do your due diligence. And I love to talk to people. I mean, if anybody wants to talk to me, I, I wear my flip-flop CEO hat as a neutral party, not attached to any company. I've, I've had the opportunity to get to know people with a lot of different companies because of our books. And so um, I'm just going to talk to you about the network marketing model and, and, you know, really help you make a decision about whether or not it would be for you based on your expectations, your needs, all of those things. You know, now in my day job, I'm in senior housing, I'm in assisted living. And it's just living realized a couple of years ago, because it's relatively new. It's just living really has only been around 20, 25 years that we weren't doing a good job of telling our story. So the National Association started to tell the story and, you know, which is good because now that we're in a pandemic and you keep reading about us in your housing in a paper, you know, we were able to control the narrative. Do you feel like network marketing hasn't done a good job of controlling their narrative and that somehow they need to figure that piece out? Because it is it's a big industry and I don't know if there's a trade association, but there's a big group out there and there is a lot of negative that it doesn't seem like anybody's, you know, as a group trying to stop it. Another great point. Yes, there is an association, the direct selling association, dsa.org. And uh, that, that association is um, an advocate for network marketing and also uh, a governing body. Um, but they really don't do a great job. I think the challenge is what I very naively tried to do with our books is kind of get all network marketers to come together and lock arms and stand up and be a voice because if we want, we have to be the change we wish to see. And um, it's up to us. It's up to us to not be that that scammy, hypey person who, you know, is, is saying all the things and doing all the things that make this profession look bad. But it's, you know, the, the challenge is if you're breathing and you have a social security card, you qualify to get into network marketing. And when the welcome mat is that big, it attracts a lot of people. And unfortunately, you know, other professions where you can make this kind of income require credentials, experience, you know, all kinds of things that filter people out. And this business doesn't have that. So, so we end up with all kinds of people in this business. 
Now we may go down a wrong path. And first of all, I have to tell you, I'm an anti-regulation person. So when this comes out of my mouth, know that I'm not one of those people that run around saying we need more regs because we don't. But is would there be value to, or why hasn't the industry kind of decided to self-regulate themselves by going and saying, okay, we need some regulatory guidance to try to at least keep the bad actors out? Yes, I, I think that is what the DSA is trying to do. Um, the FTC also gets involved um, occasionally, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're watchdogs. Yeah. Um, so, but it, you know, I feel a little sorry for the network marketing companies because they've got all these loose cannons out there. I mean, it's a volunteer army. And again, people are not uh, pre-qualified in any way. And mm -hmm. so it makes it difficult because you can't control what people say. All you can do is if you, if somebody reports that person and, and, you know, the company knows they're doing something, then they're going to be out. So there are all the companies have their own policies and procedures too. So if people are not adhering to those, then, you know, they're going to get booted, but it's a matter of, you know, the company knowing what they're doing and, and that kind of thing. Okay, understood. Um, now, would, say I'm, I'm interested in network marketing and I've picked, you know, Joe's network marketing to sell whatever. And I'm a hard worker, I'm a hustler, I love connecting with people. What would you say without locking you into it, you know, what, what's the earning potential? Is it just, you know, the people at the very top, up, 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 up level that make the money or does it really flow downstream? Yeah, I love that question too. So, you know, people that have the whole pyramid um, perception, and I like, you know, a pyramid, if you think about a pyramid, corporations, companies we work for are really shaped more like a pyramid. There's one CEO at the top, there's one president, then there's managers, and then the, below them, and, you know, the employees are at the bottom. Only one person in every company that we know of is going to make that CEO income. And with network marketing, I, I really did think it was a pyramid. That was one of my hangups because I thought the person that sponsored my daughter was trying to talk to me because she wanted me to get in so she can make a bunch of money from me. What I didn't realize is that it isn't about timing. It isn't about position. It's about what you do with it. It is really the most fair means of compensation. Um, so it basically you know, there can be lots of people making, you know, large amounts of money. It, it's, it's like your own little personal virtual franchise and whatever you put into it and whatever you do to it isn't affected by what somebody else does. And everybody, there's a lot of people that can be successful at the same time. And that's a message that we really need to get out there because I think people only talk about the you know, the rock stars that are making, you know, millions, but there's a lot of people that like Lori and I, that were able to replace our corporate income and do it um, uh, with freedom. I, I leave here in the summer because it's hot here and we, we travel in our RV and I get to do this business from wherever I am. So we get to do, I get to do my work around my life. If we're going fly fishing for a day, I do a little bit of work before and a little bit of work after, and I get to choose when I do my work. So that kind of freedom and flexibility is worth a lot. Now you've been doing network marketing for a while. 
Yes. So when you say a little bit of work here, and, and I don't mean, I know you don't mean five minutes here, five minutes there. I know, I know what you're saying, Violet, because you're a hard worker. So I get what you mean. But, you know, some people hear that and they think, well, then if it's only a little bit of work, I'll do that. But at the very beginning, wouldn't you say you had to put in a lot of work? I just don't want people to think, well, you know, it's going to just take a few, you know, a few hours a week when in reality, anything when you're growing it. Yes. Takes time. You know, it's really about, I believe that a lot of the business is about facilitating and um, moving information along. So you really have to show up. You can do the business part-time. You cannot do the business some of the time. And that is a big, that's a really important sentence. Because I like that. Can you say that again? Yes. Because I think that, I think that sums it up perfectly. Yes. You can do this business part-time, but you cannot do it some of the time. And that's what happens is a lot of people get into it. It's so much like working out. I mean, I really love the gym analogy and working out. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't go to a gym and work really, really hard for three days and then leave for three weeks and, and come back and expect it to be, uh, expect to be in shape. You know, it's, you have to do it consistently. And, and if you do it consistently, then you build, you, you build something. And this business is very, very much like working out. It's, it's, you need to show up when something needs to be done. You can't ignore it and then do it tomorrow because it's more convenient tomorrow. You need to do it now. So it's, it's really a matter of just being, um, you know, it doing what is necessary and moving things along and you know the fortune is in the follow-up and but see that's why I think also people that are over 50 are so good at this because we have a stronger work ethic and we know like I love um, bringing somebody that's really busy into this business because busy people know how to get things done they're efficient they know how to schedule their time and, you know, make this phone call in between here. And so it's really, um, it, 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 it's, it's really mostly treating it seriously. When I started, I treated it just like I had gotten a new job and I showed up just as if I was working in a new job. And, but the thing that I love about this business is I am still being paid today for the work that I did 16 years ago. When I introduced somebody to these products and to this business 16 years ago, I still get a thank you check today. And that's why I say it's like a sweat equity retirement plan. You are building something that you get paid for as long as, you know, the company is around and as long as people are buying the products. So that's pretty cool. Which is a beautiful thing. Now, yeah. I also know um, I am going to ask people where they can find you at, but, but I do have to, to mention that you're on Clubhouse and you are like a master of Clubhouse. You've got Clubhouse down, but you also have a friend because I've, I've followed you and your friend on Clubhouse talking about multi-level marketing. So if you're on Clubhouse, then, you know, you want to follow them. And if you need an invite, I got a couple of invites in my little invite box. So I'd be happy to pass along because you invited me. I was so excited. I was praying for an invite on Clubhouse. Although it, it takes a lot of time. It does. I mean, it, oh Lord. I know. And, and you're, you're always, once you're on, then you're getting pinged by people to come in, you know, you got to listen to this call. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm a scheduler. So I schedule my time. I don't have time to just drop into a call, but I, you know, Clubhouse is its own unique 
animal. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I think there's lots of opportunity there though. And I'm so grateful that that really connected us. Yeah, I am too. And I, and I think Clubhouse has, I think it has its place. You know, I'll be fascinated to see how it grows and blossoms. It's like um, TikTok. I don't know if you're on TikTok, you, but if you're not on TikTok, get on it. Yes. I, I know. You, I appreciate you telling me that. That is, I'm not yet, but I want everybody, to. Everybody thinks it's a young kid's game. I did. Yes. And a friend of mine who's in her 70s text me and said, Karen, you have got to get on TikTok. Now she does readings and, you know, as do I. And she's like, you've got to get on it. People, you'll be amazed. It's one minute videos. It's, it's short. It's to the point. And what you're, with your voice talking about um, network marketing, I think you'd really do well. So get over on TikTok. But, it, but besides that, where else can people find you? So um, I'm at Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E, at the Flip Flop CEO. So that's my email address. Our website is theflipflopceo.com. So you can also reach me that way. Um, and our books are available on our website and on Amazon. And they're both available in Audible and Kindle versions as well, if that's a better way to um, absorb the information. Okay, and are you on Facebook, IG, any yeah. of those? or? Thank you. Yes, I am on Facebook. Um, at, at my name, Janine Finney and uh, the Flip Flop CEO on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. And that's one of the nice things about Clubhouse is it's linked to Instagram. So that's another reason to be on Clubhouse. But yes, all of the social media, media uh, outlets were there as well. Yeah. And my, my Instagram account has grown because of Clubhouse. Yes. Because they do push people over to Instagram, which is wonderful. Yeah. So I want to thank you for taking the time out to talk about this. I think network marketing has had a bad rap and it's good to see a brand ambassador such as yourself that has decided, especially women over 50, because a lot of women over 50 worked really hard, but now they're looking at their retirement and going, is this all I get a month? <laughs> this is exactly. it so they're looking for ways to backfill and i think network marketing has a bad rap so thank you for helping clarify that and if anybody's interested please check out her book visit her on clubhouse and on all the other social medias and i'm sure she'll be on tiktok soon so everybody thank you very much and we'll be back in a minute